When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most American podcast network. Just a quick disclaimer, we are not medical doctors, therapists, or dietitians, so please check with an allied health professional before making any changes. Hey everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Super Gym Friends. I'm Joel. I'm Zach. And I'm Trent. Wait, what? What happened to Adam? Adam, you sound different and your name has changed. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, yeah, I'm stepping into the Super Gym Friends world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, my God. So Adam is currently at a wedding. I think he's being a, a, one of the best men or groomsmen. I, ooh, man, I should have paid more attention to this. <laughs> I, I'm is. sorry, Adam. I, as somebody who did, he is. <laughs> as a good friend of Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's giving a speech. I know that. He's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah, an important he's, role. He's, he's giving a speech. He's, Adam does a beautiful speech. Yes, uh, absolutely. Adam does a very good impromptu. So at, at, at my wedding, because it was very like impromptu as it were because we had to kind of really pare things down mm. at the like uh like what do you call it after party reception uh which like lovely place where we just got like a lot of food and we just a lot of drinks can't compare it was us yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then very impromptu the people that would have been my groomsmen had we had been allowed to have more of a proper wedding yep, yep. sort of in, very impromptu each one did a a off the cuff beautiful speech <laughs> And it was very sweet. And Adam's one was just like, oh, very heartfelt and very touching. Aww. Very well-spoken man. Very well. And like, and he was several cocktails deep. <laughs> Where, uh, so, and it was eloquent. Uh, I, I don't know if we recorded. I think we did. Or, you know, we recorded one or two of them. But ah, uh, like, you just were like, oh, shit, someone grab a phone. But no, Adam's at a mm. wedding. So um, as I've sort of been mentioning in the last few episodes, like I've basically pared back my gym going because realizing, wow, I am, my body seems to hate exercise. I really wish it didn't. Uh, I like exercising, but the moment I like, you know, that kind of people have been like, oh my God, I, I can't eat too much because if I look at cake, I'll like gain an extra kilo. I'm like that with weights where I'm like, oh, I love lifting weights. But if I look at one, my shoulder starts <laughs> Just, just my shoulder starts being inflamed and it feels like I want to die. So I don't know why I, I have this ability of just being like, I want to be fit. My body's like, no, 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 don't do that. You know what's been great? Nothing. 
<laughs> so I'm like, okay. You haven't been doing nothing, though. You've but definitely no. been... It's just not the sort of train that me, Adam, and now Trent have yeah, been exactly. doing. So I have yeah. uh, done a bit of a 180 shift into just straight cardio, which is just kind of like, this is a thing that my body seems to like uh, and isn't injuring me too much unless I push myself. That's been um, my game was cardio. Like mm. It's always been a cardio mm. game for me. That's Well, again, we'll get into it, but yeah. I lost about 30 kilos last year doing cardio and the keto oh, yeah. diet. So yeah. I've been kind of... Getting into this whole gym thing and getting into this fitness game and yeah, 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 yeah. it's sort of yeah, it, 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 it's a it's a very different way of exercising. Yes, and I always oh, God, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> for it's me, a it's bad way. Of exercising. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our opinions, yeah. but for me, when it comes to exercise, and I don't know, maybe it's being a little bit older than you, like almost a decade older than I think both of you. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely more than a decade for you, yeah. Zach. Definitely um, more. I, think, I, I think we are on yeah. the decade. Yeah, decade. I'm ten years younger than you. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So having that, yeah. having those those ages <laughs> piling up on me, um, realizing when when it comes to exercise, for me at least, it's kind of like finding a what fits into a schedule and b what it is that I enjoy. And when I started like the whole running thing again. It was very much like, because I used to be a very avid runner in my sort of like uh, teenage years and like early 20s. And I used to love doing it so much. And it was this kind of thing where I'm like, well, what if I get back into it? And I didn't. It was lovely. Mm. Um, and when I was telling another friend, they were like, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm doing this thing. I'm really enjoying it. They were like, oh, should I get into running? And I'm like, a caveat. <laughs> if you enjoy running, it's it's really good. But if you do not like running. No, don't do this at all. Do but then not I gave a it. good friend of mine a bit of an existential crisis because he loves to run. Or he does sprints. No, sorry, he doesn't love. He does sprints because for him it's the most efficient way of exercising. And so he's yeah. like, what do you mean you love to run? That doesn't make any sense. How can you love something? I, I understand the result. And I'm like, I don't know. I just like doing it. I, I, I just, mm. the, the process of it, I like the, the, the going there, the, the, the process of actually like doing the run. And then um, afterwards, it's very nice. And he's like, I don't understand. I don't like, do I, do I enjoy anything? I'm like, I don't know, man. That's on you, not me. Um but yeah, no, it's like one of those things where I'm like, I've just pivoted straight to cardio because again, I'm, I'm finding I'm just not injuring myself. Although I did have a bit of a run in with shin splints, which is kind of always fun thing. But that's <laughs> yeah, on that's me being stupid. <laughs> that's a classic. You're meant to have it because can't look, I am not as fit as I was at 19. I know. Shock to everyone. <laughs> what? I know. So uh, it's usually like when you do a run uh, and like now I'm, I'm doing like from what it used to be because I'm doing the whole couch to 5K. It used to be like, right, mm-hmm. do your three, you know, a three-minute walk and then a minute run and then a three-minute walk, maybe five-minute walk and then a minute run or jog. Let's go for a jog. Uh, and so I've been doing – that was how it started. And so now I'm doing more of like a big boy run where it's kind of like, okay. A man. <laughs> a man's run. And now it's like, all right. I'm running for blokes. Yes. Are you running on grass or are you running on- I'm running on a treadmill. Oh, you're running on a treadmill. Yeah. Oh, you're going to the gym. Okay. Yeah. Which is yeah, better. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. little bit more low mm. impact. Yeah. Mm. Just pure like concrete. Yeah. And plus I can running. kind of, uh, I guess, adjust the speed. So I can be like, okay, cool. This is, I know what speed I'm going. Yeah. It's a consistent pace. So, rather so, than, like, have you got the right footwear? I do have the right footwear, oh. but I'm I'm fairly certain I could probably go with uh, upgrading or at least buying some new runners that I because like those runners are maybe a few years old, mm-hmm. so I could definitely go with uh, buy, buying some more. But I have been buying like a shit ton of compression socks because I have this weird um, fascia thing that pops out, so I need to like really. 
have them on my legs. Anyway, uh, so now I'm doing like the opposite like... of my training philosophies <laughs> as well. My whole thing is like we want to be like setting up the foundations in the body so that mm-hmm. you don't need to be doing like things like compression socks yeah. or strapping or taping because you yeah. But when <sighs> when you're 34. And you have a weird thing on your leg that hasn't gone away for maybe close to a decade. Talk about weird things on our legs. I've got weird things yeah, on my yeah, legs too. I get that. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm like yeah, ten years younger. I've got weird things too. Ah, good. Yeah. But no. <laughs> what do you mean by weird things on your legs? I've, what I've, do you have? I've got like a bump on my just above, like below my kneecaps. Oh fuck! Okay. I just realized I have weird things on my legs see, too. Weird God thing. damn it! <laughs> it's weird thing. Yeah, so on, my, on my right leg, you might be able to see it. Like I get this weird like. Whatever you call it. I think it's like a bit of muscle poking through the fascia. So it's basically like a hernia, oh. but it's on my lower leg. Yeah, yeah. I think we've so, talked yeah. about this So, so it's, a, yeah. it's a weak yeah. weak spot where my muscle kind of just kind of pokes through. And it can be a bit painful. Um, <laughs> especially I'm going up a hill, which is another reason why I like the treadmill, because I can have yeah, flat Yeah, because then you're going to yeah, be using yeah. a lot more calf. Mm. Everyone says you're chickening it out when you just keep it on like a zero incline. Like, hey, that's... You're still moving your body, you know. I'm still pushing Who myself. Who said you're chickening out when you? I've been what? told. Like, oh, are you doing it on what? an incline? You're not doing it on an incline. Hey, hey, Zach, may I interest you into dumb guy brain, where <laughs> anything and everything will be a competition? <laughs> but, but like, yes, that's you, like you, calling you Usain Bolt chickening out. Like correct. the Olympics correct. are run on a flat track. Correct. Are you not destroying yourself hell? on a huge incline? Ah, you're not doing it right. <laughs> yes. Toxic like you masculinity. Got yeah. You gotta it's do a, a man's yeah. running. Yes. Yeah. Men run yes. up a hill. Whenever I run, I go to the gym and I'm on the trip with, with friends or anything like that. I, like, I always like, I'm bump it up a couple extra points. Just, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Once again, toxic yeah. masculinity. So, um, I love doing that. Uh, no, 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 don't do that. Guys. Don't do that. So, um, so yeah, I've, I've upgraded to 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 a big boys run. Uh, so now it's kind of like it used to be like okay, yeah, so to do like a little bit of a run or a little bit of a jog and then have a bit of a break and then kind of repeat and uh, rinse and repeat. So now it's like okay, do your five minute warm up, okay, and cool. And now we are jogging for twenty eight minutes. Go, and I'm like, all right. So I did and that. You're happy about that? Yeah, it's yeah. so much fun. Like and now because initially it was like okay. with those things where because again, dumb guy brain takes over. Mm. Where it's like, hey, here's this five minute. Warm-up warm up and now it's like and now we run for like a minute I'm like run for a minute run for like flat out up the kind of like the speed go really crazy okay and then you rinse and repeat this is like okay running for 28 minutes okay we need to pace ourselves and be smart about it so kind of like yeah. reduced reducing that speed to something that I know that I'm like well I have definitely when I was basically treating it almost like sprints I could definitely push myself further I'm like no 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 let's be clever about this and let's like just pace ourselves. So I've been hey. pacing myself, which has been great. But then, uh, so I did a run on, uh, on, say, let's say I did a run on a Tuesday. And I was like, great, felt amazing. Did did that, like 28 minutes, my PB. I was like, very happy. Have not been able to do Hell that yeah. consistently mm-hmm. oh, okay. again for like. That's, right. That's why they're PBs. I, well, again, like I haven't done that for like 10 years. Yeah. Maybe more. So I'm like, I mean, I'm incredible. This is fantastic. This is good. Legs a bit sore because, of course, they are. And I'm like, whatever. And then the person on the app, because I'm using like, and remember to take a break, you know, like like a day's break between runs. And I'm like, 
don't know about that. Oh my! I don't God. know. What if I'm feeling it? So the next day, I'm like, my <sighs> legs are sore, but I'm feeling it. So I went and I'm like, look, I'll be clever. I'll be clever. I won't do a do the same run. I won't do a 28 one. I'll do one of like the earlier weeks because I'm smart. And so it's like because I'm clever. See, Zach, see, see, I'm clever. So I was like, right, I'll just do like maybe a different a different an earlier run. Uh, like maybe like a week two, week three, whatever, where it was like a very simple thing. And uh, so I did that and I shouldn't have. And then I was really sore. Uh, I now know <laughs> what like high school teachers feel like when they've just finished teaching a class. They yep. ask a student a very simple question yes. based off what they just taught. Yes. And the student looks them dead in the eyes and tells them the wrong answer. Yes. Yes. <sighs> yes. Yeah. So uh, I was uh, sort of pain, and I was like, Rest. okay. And because my partner, like, <sighs> she broke her knee during COVID, and we had to go to like go to a physio for her. And as we're sort of like chatting, and I'm like, what do you do for shin splints? And he's like, needles. You can like needle them, like acupuncture, and then a little bit of that. And I'm like, oh yeah. Do you have an appointment? He's like, Is this yeah. The physio who you're seeing at the moment. A uh, different one. It's like my 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 wife's like uh, person looking after her for all the knee stuff. And they recommended acupuncture. Yeah, yeah. I just say leave it, and you kind of let it heal on and its own. And I'm like, uh, yeah, so right. acupuncture is actually not acupuncture's great. <laughs> so acupuncture. I'll find the study. I'll I'll get this one for the show notes. Because I know it's going to be contested by but a few people. Placebo effect, and there's exactly. nothing wrong with the placebo effect. No, it's so working for as you. Someone who used to do like I I did a year of Chinese medicine. So a- acupuncture, there are, yes, there are studies where it's like acupuncture in terms of like blah, maybe not as effective as say other things, or maybe it's just like a placebo effect, whatever it might be. But there has been proven to be stuff where it is in muscles. So acupuncture versus placebo makes absolutely no difference. Acupuncture. Mm, I'm watching you two go at this. Mm, oh. I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> that claim, Zachary. So acupuncture, like all, the only reason that acupuncture does have an effect is through placebo. Acupuncture, when you equate for placebo, does absolutely nothing for the body. It's not, it's not an effective means. I'll put the study yeah. into uh, for the link if anybody wants to read through it. Okay, acupuncture. <laughs> so, I, I, so I, it's uh-huh. unfortunate. I've been to physios where they've given me acupuncture, and a lot of the time they do it. I, I don't know what the structure of your physio is. Do they stay with you for the whole time, or yeah, do they see multiple clients? No, okay. no, no. I think weirdly, because I'm going to chat to another physio of mine who I'm a good friends with. That uh, I think is illegal. <laughs> At least in Australia. Oh, okay, because that was definitely an old practice, like old physio mm. practice, maybe in Australia specifically. They used to have a bunch of physios who would, like your physio would see maybe three people all at once in a yeah. half an hour block where they'd come in. They like to do acupuncture because they go, oh, cool, you got an issue, needle, needle, needle. I can walk off while mm-hmm. it does its magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then like, they come back be, after they've seen another thing. two and people again, at the same time. Yeah, like I, I don't know if this is like... um. Because again, I'm not in the physio world, but yeah, there used to be just kind of like you either get like a tens machine that like chuck it on you and oh leave, God, leave yeah. you there. I, I get that. The goddamn I, tens machine. Tens machine's great. Tens machine. What are you issues with tens? I don't know. I don't know enough about the tens machine. There's I just two people in this room with yeah. severe back pain. <laughs> hey, the look, tens I've, machine helped me walk. Hey, I've been I've been in that exact position yeah. with my back. I had to miss out on an orienteer, orienteering trip, not an orienteering trip, like a mud run day mm-hmm. because I was like paralyzed. Paralyzed from back pain. Yeah. Yeah. Tens machine was not what has healed my back. <laughs> for, for me though, I was like locked up for about a week. Like I like I just couldn't move. Like I, I was like basically at a stoop. I was like hinged from the hip where I had to walk around, and I just couldn't Ugh. move at all. And then it just kind of got further. And like the only thing that enabled me to literally un 
I guess, like, yeah. curl my back was, yeah, TENS machine. Yeah, I, TENS I also, machine, I would, I'm going to concede that it is a good treatment, but it's not a cure. Oh, yeah. I, I can't you know? ask someone to massage my back for an entire day, but I can put a TENS machine on my back, <laughs> and it's kind of similar. Yeah, and it's kind of, yeah, like I said, it's a good treatment. It's a treatment, but not a cure. For sure. And that's something I do agree on, is that people fall into the trap of you. I think, I'm not giving advice, but like, no. But I think it's one of those things that use it, but then wean yourself off that and kind of rely on, you know, moving your body, getting your body back moving. Yes. Yeah. So, but no, but my, okay, he's like, yeah, massage and needling. And that seemed to have like worked a little bit. I know, Zach, I don't know if anyone heard the eye roll, but there definitely was one. <laughs> there was a very uh, dramatic eye roll from my seat. Well, I, look, <laughs> it worked for me. Well, it was working for me. Mm. So, like, instead of, because, um, again, left for my own devices, I would have been like, oh, that was a bit sore. My legs are sore. And, uh, look, I probably would have gone for a run on Thursday. But he was like, please don't. And if you are going to do this, Friday at the earliest. <laughs> but if you can hold off until, like, Saturday. Do that, and I was like, "Okay, I will." And I think what's important to understand, yes. you, Joel, yes. Yes, is that recovery is better. Mm. Having days of rest is better <laughs> than not resting, than continuing to train. So, if anybody ever trains seven days a week, mm. they're instantly going to be doing worse than somebody who has days off. So, this whole idea of like you should always be training, you need mm. to do, like no, the body adapts recover. through recovery. That's my philosophy is to go. So yeah, we're, I, I we're going to have fun, Zach. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> this, this like, boy's like a little bunny. You need to kind of like yeah. whack him a few yeah. times. Yeah. I think like, the thing stop. is like it, it's what's when we understand the mechanisms of how we create adaptations because as much as everybody enjoys training, nobody really enjoys doing anything like seven days a week, like training in the gym seven days a week. If you want to train more, go for longer sessions, but still give yourself recovery in between. Mm. But if we want, like when we're going to the gym, everybody's got a goal. Mm Mm-hmm. And none of those goals, maybe except for... Oh, My really, goal is to be at the gym seven days yeah, a week. Unless that's your goal. Uh, essentially, it's going to be less effective mm. for your body to train without rest breaks. It's yep. always important to have rest days. Mm. And well, it's well, also yeah, and this is something drastically like, increase your chances of overtraining and overtraining. 100%. So this is why, because my, my way of, like, again, dumb dumb, dumb guy brain. Because, again, when I was younger, I would be running, I think, almost every day. And that is what I was doing. And I was just like, or I'm trying to remember if I had a rest day back when I was, like, going, like, gung-ho with yeah. this. And I'm pretty sure I think I had, like, one day, uh, one day where I didn't do a run. But I would be doing, like, six runs a week, another one on um, a weekend. So I'd do, like, a morning and an evening run. And then I just have, I think, Sunday as a break. Don't know why I stopped. Were, were you going sounds for... so just like susceptible, like you know, uh, sound, sustainable, sounds so sustainable, isn't it? It sounds. <laughs> were you going <laughs> for speed or were you going for endurance? Endurance, endurance. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, what, what do you go for now? It's like same thing. Or, same, same yeah. thing. Now it's more endurance. Like again, it's that kind of thing when we talk about goals, and we did this like very, very, very early on in this in this um, show where it was like, what are my goals are, and then, then like initially I was like, well. You know, we have uh, potentially a wedding in like later in the year that I really wanted to kind of like, you know, trim down, look kind of nice and bumpy for um, mm. due to COVID. Uh, that's probably not going to happen. So like that kind of goal is out the window. Mm. And then as I'm like looking in terms of like, what do I want out of life as it were? And I'm realizing, well, 
Like being bumpy and like kind of that physique is kind of like a, a bit of a driving force in the back of my brain. Because again, like being a, like a fat teen and having all of that stuff. And like, look, look, as a 34 year old man, all that stuff never goes away. It sucks, but it's there. Hey, don't tell me that. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I don't want but, to hear but, that. But there is that kind of like, you know, you're picked on, you, you can't do a lot of these things. And there is that kind of like, yeah, that emotional side of things. Yeah. And he's like, but I want to look bumpy. And realizing like that, like I shouldn't be holding on to that. It's a weird thing to to be holding on to, for me at least. Because again, I, I am so far away from that kind of like high school bullshit where I'm just like, who cares? <laughs> I shouldn't care about that. So like... I'm looking at this now being like, well, in the future, I want to start a family. I want to do those kind of things. I want to travel. And for me, like last time I, I say, for example, last time we traveled and I went to Rome, it was this kind of thing where I, I couldn't really walk or do the, like the long distance of like kind of just walking around a city without mm. getting tired, fatigued or my back hurting, for example. So I'm realizing like, well, that's a, that's an area that I actually, I, I want I want to be able to kind of like build up, and then looking at the idea of like starting a family. Well, you know, kids aren't slow. <laughs> I mean, they are for a bit, but then they get fast. So again, the the idea of like keeping up with them, you know, sure, like I could bench press a baby, but um, I'd rather be able to like chase after like a running toddler. Uh, that's a really out of context. That's an <laughs> awful thing to say. Awful thing to say. <laughs> but like, look, yeah, I could pick up a baby and lift it up with no problem right now. I, I could always, I, I could pick up a baby. I just want to be able to chase him. Because <laughs> <laughs> again, I like a kid will run away. You're like, oh shit, where'd the kid go? And you got to be able to like. Ah. So like, mm. looking at that in terms of my life yeah. and realizing where I am and being like, well. And also looking at the thing where it's like, okay, doing cardio, I can happily take like half an hour to 40 minutes of a very like, of a morning, for example, and be like, okay, that's right there. That's, I can definitely go from that particular time frame. I have that there. I can definitely do something there. Whereas I know with weights, it is very, like a, a weight session can blow up to two hours. Yeah. Or more. <laughs> so realize, I love a long session. <laughs> I know you do. And then that, that, that's the, like that's a bit of a problem where it can be like, I don't know how to fit that into yeah. my life. And I think this is like one of the, the big things when it comes to fitness and people starting out fitness and people either being like, well, I've, I've either like haven't done any kind of like physical activity in such a long time or I want to get back into it or any whatever the reason might be for your motivation to start working out or exercising wherever it might be. The biggest thing really is how will you fit this in your day-to-day life? And But mm. it's also important to understand that everybody mm. has three hours in a week. Potentially, yes. 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 I am. I am <laughs> re- you will be very hard-pressed to find a person who doesn't have three hours in their week. I know, I know but that, then that feels like it's more of that kind of like the onus is on. Uh, you know, that, that to me is like that can then lead to people kind of feeling bad if they then don't go to the gym. And I think that, or they don't do exercise. So I I feel like phrasing that a little bit differently, like how can you fit in three hours a week? Mm. Because it's another thing as well. It's not just the three hours of like, say, gym time. It is also like, for example, like I go to a gym that's quite close by, but it's still a 15 minute like drive there and a 15 minute drive back. Whereas I know that there is another gym at the end of my street, which is like a five minute walk which mm. i can be like well if i just switch that over i could actually just do my warm-up walk to the gym go to the treadmill and do that and then 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 kind of do yeah that. so yeah. 
I understand this kind of stuff where it's like, well, but like, oh, it's only you only go, you know, doing weights for like two hours or whatever. But then there's the um, you know, the extraneous time either side. There's the yeah. travel time getting there. There is travel time going away from there. There is the showering. There is like all those other kind of things that will just. Take up time, and if you are not great at time management, which I think a lot of people are, not it's not just a me thing. <laughs> you you can kind of fall into these sort of pitfalls. So I think that one of the biggest things when people talk about like what it is that you want out of fitness, I think something that is often overlooked is how will this fit in your current day to day life? How will this fit in your current week to week schedule? Because yeah, you, you're right. You should be able to find three hours a week. You should, but can you? And that can be a struggle. Everybody has the potential to do three hours in their week. Everyone, whether they choose to use it to better themselves and improve their (laughs) health and fitness, is up to them. See, I this is where we differ. Like, I'm I'm going to die on this rock just Mm. because, like, genuinely, like, it's whether you want to spend that time. Legitimately, delete mm. Instagram, delete Facebook, delete TikTok. You now have an extra three Did hours you in your week. Age mm. like three decades. <laughs> I'm just saying, people. It's all these little. It's all this like little bits and pieces of time which just gets mm. drained into small pieces, small aspects, and you just got to get rid of it. Be more efficient and effective. Everybody I, has three hours I, in correct. their week. Yes and no. Like I, I agree where you're coming from, but I would also looking at it in terms of like because this was this was a problem long before social media. This was a problem well and truly before social media of people finding like hard to find the time to do things. Say for example, you are a uh, say you know you 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 work a full time job and you have kids. How are you finding the time? Because again, as you're saying, you're working those five days a week. And so, all right, so you get up at whatever time you get up. Let's say you get up at 7 a.m. And then you have to be like, well, I have to eat. I have to prepare um, food for the kids. I have to get them off to school. I then now have to go to my job. I have an hour in like lunch break, but I need that time to unwind. I then finish at like whatever time it be, like five o'clock. So I have to have already organized for my kids to get home. I then have to come home and hopefully there is something there for like me to eat and the rest of the family to eat as well. And then it's like you got to rinse and repeat that five times a week. Plus you also have the time to be like, well, I want to have time with my family as well. And I want to have time to relax. And I want to have time to pursue whatever it is that I want else I want to pursue. Say you have a creative goal. So say, say you have a creative goal. And so you're like, well, I want to kind of pursue that as well. Well, how do I fit that in my life? And so like I understand that I'm talking from a very – like a position of privilege in that I run my own business and I can set my own hours. But that is also very hard because I run my own business and I can set my own hours. And those hours can maybe never stop, which is a problem. But even if you are not doing that and you're having your own sort of – and again, I, I a position of privilege again where I'm like, hey, I am in a creative industry. So I can have places where I can get my that creative, like that creative outlet. Whereas a lot of people aren't in that situation. And a lot of people, aren't, unfortunately, can't kind of fit this in. So I, I think there is this kind of like – I understand where you're coming from. I do. And I get that like this is your hill to die on. But again, trust me, from someone who is – Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Quite a bit older. <laughs> there is this kind of thing where time management becomes a huge part of your life. And this is a yeah, thing that they, they don't really like tell you a lot. Like I, I know a couple of people who um, like the, that, that transition from high school to university and then from university to like the real world as it was. And that transition is very hard for some people, especially if some people are on a different path than the other. So I've, I've noticed that there's like in some cases where it's kind of like, you know, for now, if, I'm like, if I catch up with a friend, I catch up for coffee, and it's usually about an hour, hour and a half, two hour max, and then we're done. And that's kind of me catching up with a friend. Whereas I know in like, say, university times, even high school, it was kind of this kind of idea of like, yeah, we're going to kind of hang out on Sunday or hang out on Saturday, and we are hanging out on Saturday. We are going to start at like, you know, 11 a.m., and we are finishing at 4 <laughs> and and there are certain people that I've I've noticed where it's just like when you can't do that, they kind of get shitty <laughs> or they don't realize that there are only so many hours in the day that you want to kind of dedicate to what you're doing. And yeah, I get that. Yeah, three hours over here is fine. But also at the same time, it's like, yeah, but those three hours, what if I want to spend that with my with like a loved one? What if I want to spend that? I don't know, just watching a TV series. I feel like almost. you're describing me almost in a way apart. I'm, I, I work 12 hour days. Yeah. I've got two jobs. Yeah. Uh, I'm still going to try and find time for this stuff. But yeah. it's that thing, though, where uh, I that, that, that three or four hours I have at night, mm. I, I unwind. I've been going. I'm a bunny. No, that's that's like, I, I unwind. Yeah, like you're talking about like the uh, the idea of relaxing or the idea of rest, and that is so important. Mm. And But sometimes, and this is where – That's you, where I pencil it in. <laughs> I pencil it in there. I, I, my rest days, I don't get them, but I pencil it in. I, I give myself yeah. that. You know, from like seven till ten, I'm like, this is my time to – they're jet on the couch, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, and then that's very important. So I think, again, going back to, like, my thesis of being, like, I think a very, very important factor is, you know, how can you find that those three hours a week? How can you find that in your week and in your schedule? And if you don't get that, don't beat yourself up. Just either maybe work out how it is that you can position and move things around so it's like for example it's like oh well i couldn't get to the gym you know those three times a week and i feel really bad to it but like going to the gym i know it's like it's a little bit out of my way 
is there a better way to do this? And maybe there's a different exercise that you can do or a different activity that you can do that fits in better with your schedule. I don't mean specifically the gym. I just mean exercise. If you aren't doing – and you're taking a very – Interesting approach considering it's a fitness podcast oh, with this belief system. But I think you've got some, like, if you, if people aren't doing three hours of moderate to strenuous exercise in their week, they have a fucking hard road coming later on in life. It might be like, cool, I want to spend, I want to be able to, in quotes, spend time with my kids now. You're mm. not going to have a great time spending time with your kids when you're like killed over because of degenerative heart disease. Potentially, hey, yes. cool. Uh, These see, are. I prefer kid gloves, um, <laughs> and I'm all very much adaptive to how people like live their life, kind of thing. I just think that there is so SEDS or sedentary death syndrome mm-hmm. is incredibly high in the Western world, and mm-hmm. three hours is nothing. Three hours is not a lot. There are plenty, plenty and plenty of parents Mm. who are exercising more than three hours a week who Mm. also have nine to five jobs. Yeah. There are plenty of people that are, but there are also plenty of people who are not. I see people in my family that are are like that too. Like who don't get that exercise. You know what? I can see that effect. I I see. I know what you're you're talking about exactly. (laughs) I can kind of see that in some of my family, you know, Um, in a bad way. It's just, you know, they're they're happy and they enjoy their life and, you know. But it's also like, what is the cost? And there yeah. is a cost to it. There's and a there cost is, that you don't issues. see. Yeah, health issues. Yeah, for sure. It's health issues, but it's also like you. There's a certain level of you might feel like, oh, I've got all this energy. There's a certain level of lethargy that comes to not exercising. Mm. You're not going to be able to. So one of the very common things you get with a lot of older people looking, so like coming for personal training is, I want to have more energy to spend time with my kids. Oh yeah. Yep. So this mm-hmm. idea that no, I like, I need, I can't go to the gym because I want to spend time with the family. Look at the quality of mm. time that you're going to be able to spend with your family if well, you're yeah. an unhealthy individual. Again, and then it just comes down to I know it's like very weird like a stance I'm taking because I'm also like I'm I'm I don't know the the things that I witness more and the things that I because again you're very much Zach around the gym. You're very much yeah, like, I'm, you're, I'm you're deep very in much the in industry. that bubble. Yeah. yeah, I'm in the industry. Whereas I am very much not. <laughs> <laughs> when are you um, telling me wait? But your job, it's not like it's its to sit down four hours on end and record oh, while you speak. I know. It's, it's incredible because you're like, mm. okay, yeah, no, my job, <laughs> I sit down to record, then I have to sit down to edit, and then if I unwind, well, I just sit down and play a video game or I sit down and watch a t- uh, movie. So it's those kind of things where you're like, okay, this and, – and then and when you look at, like, you know, the how many hours in a day and all those kind of things, and if you consider, like uh, – I remember someone talking about this where it's like – So every task you have is kind of basically like juggling balls. And so you're basically like juggling a bunch of different activities. And some of those activities are glass and some Mm. of those activities are quite soft. But then what you're saying is that health... Is well, soft. well, well, that's the thing. It's health kind of like, isn't well, soft. No, it's not soft, but it's <laughs> like this. Definitely glass. It's just glass that takes a little bit longer to shadow. Isn't more it perplex. Could it also be like one of the hands that juggles? I feel like, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's operating the the juggling. Mm. You know, but, but, but again, it's, doing it's, that. I think, of course. So I think what is, I'm oh, trying to say, <laughs> what I'm trying to say, <laughs> is again, you you have so many things to do in your in your day. You have a lot of responsibilities, yep. and some of those things are more responsible than others. 
And suddenly, for example, if you're caring for someone or if you're caring for some people, that, those mm. are generally more important than, than you might often say yourself because you're mm. like, well, I've got to make sure these people are, are looked after. And so then that's taking a lot more time than maybe I initially thought. And, well, I might just skip today's gym session or I might skip today's exercise. That's when people that say down. to you, you should look after yourself. And exactly. You guys should look exactly. after yourself. Your ability oh. to care for to others, care others is dictated by your ability to care yes. for yourself. I'm not <laughs> saying what's in an ideal world, Zach. I'm just saying but what happens. <laughs> And because, I'm saying that's bad. I'm not <laughs> saying it's bad either, or if it's good, I'm just saying it happens. So mm. that's the problem where you again, and then it's kind of like a bit of a paradigm paradigm shift in your brain to be like, well, what do I have? Like, where do I value time, and what do I want to be focusing in on? And that is kind of like a very, very important aspect. Because, again, you're looking at this from a perspective of like people who are going, wanting to bet themselves or going, I'm looking from a perspective of people who have who've never done exercise or who look at exercise as like, I don't want to do it. Or people being like, I should do it, but I don't want to do it. And um, for those people, and for those people, they, they, they again, they, it's, it's, it's also like it's a mental game as well to not beat themselves up about not being able to achieve what other people are wanting them to do. And it needs to kind of come from themselves, this sort of initial change. As yeah. someone who maybe, like, look, I, I do, I do, there's three hours, I do have three hours. I told you I do have three hours. But as <laughs> someone who wants to try and fit it in in their 12-hour thing, like, I think my other job is stacking shelves. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I try and turn that into a workout. See, that's a little bit, I do say that that's a little bit, different yeah then um so that's more of like an active job so you would be doing moderate level exercise i treat it like for you zach (laughs) it's so for you i would say like for somebody in your position where you do have an active work work Mm -hmm. environment you don't need to go to the gym the reason you would want to the reason you i presume you are going to the gym is to get further health outcomes because you have a very yeah, particular cool. goal in mind. Yeah. I'm saying for people who aren't doing anything and who aren't a tradie, who mm. don't have an active life and who are in office jobs from nine to five, mm. so say, these you- people need to be doing at least three hours of moderate to vigorous Intense. Would you say just walking to work? Uh, walking and taking, you know, walking taking that is, walk or taking that cycling to work, all that, all that sort yeah. of stuff? Cycling's better. Like walking's, it's good. It's always better I to like. Walking's better than nothing. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, so yeah, that's, <laughs> and this is like anything is better than nothing. If you can, obviously. What I'm saying is if you, if anybody's listening and they can't, just come talk to me. Mm. I'll find three hours in your week. We'll, I'm going to be we'll yeah, working through things. I think things. there's also like a level of because again, I had a, another friend of mine. They were like they were very they were a very big boy, and they were a very big boy for like a long, long time. And it just it took them quite a long time to kind of marry what they believed and like their ideal person or their ideal like what their relationship is with exercise. And they had to go see um, a lot of different so like you know therapy as well as like rehab specialist as well as because I had like a neck injury as well. And it was like, sure, here's like the physical stuff you can do, but there's also like the mental game. And so that is also another aspect mm. as well, because again, that kind of thing of like, well, I'm, and I'm, 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 I'm not happy because like I feel self-conscious because I'm a bit chunky or I'm a bit unfit. So I don't really want to go to the gym or I don't want to exercise because I'm already un, you know, I'm self-conscious, but then by not doing that, it's kind of exacerbating situation. And so there, there are like, again, I, I think everything, I'm, I'm a bit more like, hey, let's approach it in a bit more of a nicer way. <laughs> oh, no, no, I agree. And I don't, I don't think people need, once again, it's, 
mm. don't go to the gym if you if you feel oh, yeah. self-clogged. Mm. And that's okay. I don't I think it should be known that the gym is not a very there are certain gyms where I wouldn't recommend it for everybody, but in general, most gym environments, everybody's been in that position. Not everybody people don't start off as big bumpy mm. ripped mm. to the like shredded to the gills sort of people. Mm. Like we all start from somewhere. So we understand nobody's gonna like also, judge you for coming in. Failure is good too. 100%. I think it's one of those things is that I've tried to diet many, many times for the past mm. few years. I failed it and went to Macca's many, many times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, exactly. So uh, and just working out what worked for me and how, yeah. how to do it. And like I think Failure taught me yeah. it's good. You know, if some things aren't for you, it's yes. not a bad thing. Just try something different, and then, or try try the diet again later mm-hmm. on with a different mentality. You just never know. Yes. It's, it, it's such a complicated thing. Yeah. So, like for example, again, going back to um, like for me, I'm enjoying the running kind of aspect, and so again, for me, being like, well, I'm very injured at the moment, and so I'm going through treatments for that, and going through the kind of rehab for that, and now I'm just kind of like doing this. So, uh, yeah, that's why we sort of brought you in, Trent, yes, um, right. to kind of, I guess, because you are basically like you were quite a a, a bit of a big fella, oh, was a big uh, strappy, bo- a big strappy fella. boy, <laughs> about yeah. a year and a bit ago, I want to say, yeah, um, um, and but now you've like so, I guess if you want to divulge this, yeah, where did sure. you start and like in terms of I guess like your your yeah, how how did this all go? I haven't go always back? been a big boy. It was more uh, when I was eighteen. No, I don't know how far I go back, but when I was 18 years old, I was this weight I'm currently now. Yep. Um, Which is around... I, I, think, I, I think between 92 kilos and 95 kilos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I got injured when I was 18 years old and I kind of sat in bed for a year, kind of getting rubbed by a physio each week and just waiting for my back to fix up and it never did yeah. <laughs> until I, uh, you know, I got into a rehab program, for a three-month rehab program and I did that when it was a hands-off physio mm-hmm. situation. That's why I said different physios, different opinions, all that jazz. Yeah, I, that, that kind of helped me with my mental game. Uh, it kind of helped me got, get over the pain and that I'm not fragile with, with, a, with a bad back and I'm not, not going to break. But still, everyone think you know because I was fragile for so long. Everyone thought I was going to break mm-hmm. my back every time mm-hmm. I lifted something heavy. Mm-hmm. How did you get your injury in the first place? By the way, I worked in a super. I work in a supermarket, so it's like um, I injured myself there. Um, just p- p- picked up a box one day. I collapsed onto the pallet, and it was just um, <laughs> got the scans done. I had five bulging discs in my back. Yeah, five. five you say uh, stacked on top of each other. I'm, huh. I I haven't talked about it so long, so it's sort of like that thing where I f- I forgot the numbers. Yeah, right. Two of them are compressed. And all the fluids out, so I've got some bone rubbing, Whoa. or at least there's like the, like the fluid was close to being out, and then there were three that were touching the cord, Jesus. and so I had oh, bad shit. nerve pains down my legs, and, and, and as well as I said, I went from working like forty to fifty hour uh-huh. weeks in a supermarket, and I kept that diet I was eating yeah, when I was doing that, and I, I stopped working for like again it was like two you know. I think two years solid of not working, laying in bed, uh, getting my back rubbed by a physio, and I just caked on 30 kilos. Yeah, it was right. Very, and, um, Someone who has, like, had one slip disc. Uh, <laughs> five. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'm not, I'm not sure if it happened at work or – like, I'm pretty sure it happened. Like, the injury happened at work. Mm. Uh, if, it, if it's, you know – genetics or if Mm -hmm. it's like but like the injury happened at work and i I would suspect obviously i wasn't there yeah yeah. but i would suspect that it'd probably be uh, particularly when we're lifting up items so not stuff in the gym gym is like the bars and the dumbbells that we have are gripped like made so that we can move the weight in a very optimal way where we're like doing proper functioning uh proper function through our levers when we're picking up boxes it can be very as much as you 
somebody can have an understanding of how to of proper lifting form. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to let a little compensation go in your form in order to literally pick something up yeah, because right, yeah. the way that the weight is distributed throughout the box, the item you, that you pick your legs. I'm like. Am I using my legs right? I'm pretty sure I am. It doesn't also, feel right. Use your legs is a terrible, terrible thing for people to say because yeah. nobody understands outside of like people who have been training for a long time. Nobody knows, like ask somebody, what does that mean? Yeah. They're going to be very hard pressed to tell you yeah. what they if mean. I, do I like, like, use your legs? And here's the thing. Bend on your, bend on your knees. Bending knees. Yeah. Is essentially, it doing, is it doing like a squat? you want to squat. Uh, you want to like deadlift <laughs> it up, but yeah. people won't be squat. able to explain why or how. Like I've heard, use your legs. I used to be a um, removalist, and you were told, "Yeah, use your legs, use your legs." And you're like, "What does that mean?" Yeah, and they're like, so "You know, you just you bend your knees." It's like there's so, so much you can do wrong while bending yeah. your knees. You can have the exact same issue caused like by having a lot of flexion okay. in your so spine. In- instead of using your legs, what would you then say? As best as you can, keep a straight back. Okay. So pivot through the hips, push through the push through your legs. But the most important thing is keep a neutral spine, which is a straight back. Okay. But the issue with that is that you uh, you can't you can't always keep can't, a straight I, I can't, back. I can't get ready to lift every single box. I, I I'm going for speed when I work. Yeah, yeah. getting it all done. Yep. And that, that that's where I guess you know I, I got injured. There is that I've just done that too much. I also was thinking uh, everyone else who had bad backs in my team. I'm like. I'm protecting you. I'm going to do all the heavy stuff. You guys do all the light stuff. I'm going to protect you guys. And I kind of uh, did that, I think, a little too much. And then, and then you I, ended up being And then the I ended up being one back. of them. But yeah. Um, so I went, one like, of us. One of us. I went through, uh, yeah, th- yeah, I say sort of three years of rehab. Mm-hmm. Uh, checked on the kilos. And then a whole mentality is to overcome it. And that helped me, but I still had the weight on me. And I tried diets with my partner and like every time I'd sneak down to Macca's and, and go get, I'm like, oh, I'll just get a Happy Meal. That won't be too bad. A little Happy Meal. It'll make me happy. It'll make it's me happy. In, it's in the name. <laughs> Mate, a little Happy Meal. And um, it, yeah, you know, I just, no diets didn't work. And then yeah. it was during COVID when we all kind of all got locked up and I was smashing down a bag of Doritos <laughs> yeah. and I was sitting there. I'm like, I can't do this. We're locked down. I'm going to get worse. And so the next day I started a keto diet. Um, so I the stopped. keto diet is? Keto diet is no carbs. No carbs. No Zero car- carbs. Oh, like, sorry, moderate carbs. You need carbs <laughs> for brain function. Cold turkey of carbs? No, no. Okay. <laughs> well, no. So like a very low amount of carbs, about 20 grams of carbs. Um, I kind of kept it to 20 to 30 when I was really starting out. I saw results quickly. Um, and I kept to it, and it was good. Where did you hear about keto, or like, what was the appeal of that for you? Um, so my mother-in-law, well, soon to be mother, at some point, mother-in-law, <laughs> she has been always on the keto diet, and I've watched her like, you know, drop weight very quickly on it, sort of thing. And I was just like, I think that's the next thing I need to do for my back is to drop weight quickly. And I was like, oh, I'm in lockdown. Mm-hmm. I'm not going out to restaurants. I don't have to go drink beers, and I don't always have to, but. Like, you know, you're in social environments, beers are always flowing and, Yeah, there's you know, more pressure to eat more, like, carby yeah, foods. Yeah, and it's like every restaurant has carby food. No, no restaurant offers grilled tri- grilled chicken and broccoli. <laughs> <You know? laughs> fair, fair, fair. Um, and so I had to, uh, yeah, so I just locked myself up, was drinking a lot of coffee. I was like, one of the things, I was like, you're allowed coffee. And so I was getting a little bit lethargic. And so I just, I, I was, the first two weeks before I adjusted to the keto diet, 
10 cups of coffee a day. It was, it was like it was like keeping my fix. It was keeping me active because I still had to work and do other things. I had to go you know, work in a supermarket during the crisis and all that thing, and that was crazy as well. Um, and they were asking more of me, um, you know, and so I had to still maintain myself, but it also meant that I was like working more, being more active. I'm like getting my steps up. I'm like, oh, cardio, you, you burn fat on cardio. And that was my thinking with it. And it worked. It worked really well, and I dropped yeah thirty kilos in about six months. Um, yeah, wow! I, but it's not a sustainable thing, keto diet. It's I one thing I've come. Yeah, I can't imagine it being very sustainable. Yeah, it's very hard now. Back in the real world, it's just like I've been on and off it constantly. It's like I think I come into work, I'm like I'm on the keto diet, and then for two weeks, and then you, you kind of catch me having a little Mars bar, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at me like shapes. <laughs> and I'm like trying to work. Yeah, just trying to treat myself. Oh, that's another thing. Is like I'm I come to the realization i can still eat carbs and not put them on all that weight back but it's a little bit of a fear but i'm managing it in my head and it's like i'm happy with how i look right now and i'm just kind of now more to calorie counting but i'm mm-hmm. still like hmm hmm <laughs> and like is like calorie counting can i, can I eat whatever i want as long as, as long as i keep to the calorie yeah, yeah, so that's actually we'll, uh, that's what's called like flexible dieting or uh which is i really like which essentially says once you figure out what your maintenance is and what your goals are for somebody in your your position where you're still trying to lose a little bit more weight, we want to be in that deficit. So you have your deficit calories. If you want to put that all of that into Mars bars, into Mars bars, <laughs> you're going to have nutrient deficiencies ah. and you're going to lose a bit of muscle because you're not going to oh, have high enough protein. Okay. Well, that's but, we don't want that. Maybe scurvy. <laughs> I think you might get scurvy. <laughs> but you will still lose weight. Okay. okay. So, yeah, flexible dieting is really good. I like flexible dieting and it's essentially, yeah, no matter what you eat, if your goal is either weight loss or weight gain, so not specifically muscle gain or um, mm-hmm. fat loss, but like weight loss and uh, weight gain by just by eating whatever you want, but fitting your calories, mm-hmm. you will get there. Okay. A little bit deeper into flexible dieting. So the thing with that is you want to be really careful with eating too many Mars bars. Well, eating too many Mars bars. You still <laughs> want to be making sure that you have. So going through some of our uh, small like diet habits that we went through a few episodes ago is you want to make sure you're still getting three different colored vegetables each day. Uh, so I have, only eat green ones because yeah, because mm. they're lower lower carb. Well, hey, oh, hey, hey. Yeah. So the other day I made some veggies. Yeah. And it included a sweet potato. Yeah. But I don't do it at home. And some fennel. And that's white and orange. Yeah, but so, I don't do that at home. <laughs> uh, at Wait, what was the white one? Fennel. Fennel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so the thing is with, like legitimately, so uh, green vegetables normally have a lower sugar content mm-hmm. uh, than a lot of colored vegetables. That's why they're more used in the keto diet. Okay. But uh, this is where I'd say less so than because of social pressures, although social pressures are a big part. The reason that I would say keto is not a sustainable diet forever. I, I'm, I agree. No I, as someone who loves it and I'll preach it to people, but like it's um, yeah, not a sustainable diet in my in, in my uneducated opinion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's, it's not saying don't do it. Do it to achieve a certain weight or get to a goal. If that's what works for you, it doesn't mean it will it doesn't mean it will work for you. It'll only work for some people. But if it works for you, keep doing it. But know that eventually you will have to start consuming more carbs because otherwise, like if you were to only consume Mars bars in a flexible dieting situation, you will also become nutrient deficient from just doing keto because a lot of the vitamins 
our body needs, we need to be consuming through our vegetables. That's what I'm noticing now when I'm doing the keto diet, where I'm like, I'm maybe a tad just going to three meals a day because it has kind of reset my eating habits, the keto diet. That's great. So I go to three meals a day and I'm fine. I don't snack in between. But now it is one of those things like, well, I'm not losing the weight now. It's like, yeah, it's really slowing down and it's like... <laughs> what do I do next? It's given me my body back and it's given me a new thing. I feel like I've got so many goals now that I, I, I feel active, I feel good, but it's not doing enough for me. I've got to work out what to do next and what, mm. yeah, and mm. move, to, move to something that's more, a bit more sustainable where I can go to a restaurant and go and order food and not feel bad. Um, because I'm, I'm you know, oh, because ketosis, I'm not sure you, you know much about ketosis and all that sort of thing. Yeah. No, so, ah, well, <laughs> apparently when you consume carbs, you take yourself out of ketosis or something along those lines. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so and ketosis is good because so, yeah, because that's when you when you go start to drop it. You start to drop the weight. No, not quite. I don't know. <laughs> not quite. So essentially, carbs are the usable form of energy in yep. the body. So yes. when you need to be so. For somebody who's not going through the process of ketosis, they need carbohydrates to have the energy for like a lot of activity. It doesn't mean you won't be able to do activities, but you will be much more sluggish. You won't feel great. That's why a lot of people who have very high uh, processed sugar diets will have big spikes in energy, but then they'll drop because that the carbohydrates that that they're consuming will be processed very quickly in the body Mm -hmm. and then they won't have any left. So that's why they're really sluggish is they don't have enough carbs sustained throughout their day. But so for somebody doing keto, they don't have any carbs or really like 20, I've heard like 10 to 20 grams, which is, I don't know how people God, do 10. I, I could, how could you do 10? I, but I 20 and like I gave myself a level of 20 to 30 uh, back yeah. when I was um, doing it like pretty hard, you know, but like broccoli will, will, We'll get those carbs to you. You'll get yeah. tw- you'll get twenty uh, if you eat broccoli twice a day. Uh, the amount I was eating, I was getting easily like the. And I'm sure it wasn't carbs. a huge portion of broccoli either. Well, half a plate. Okay, no, that's that's <laughs> a fair, that's a reasonable amount. No, never mind. Half but plate, yeah. still, it's it's broccoli. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not it's not an apple. Yeah. It's not like sweet potato or anything like that. Yeah. Um. So what happens is that. Yeah, when you're not consuming enough carbohydrates, the body then starts to go through the process of ketosis, which is where the brain releases ketones, which are essentially like a shoe-in for the carbohydrates as a source of energy, where you're forcing the body to go into like almost a survival state where it's like, oh, we only have fats, so we're going to use ketones but it does feel good. I feel good when I when I when I get over the hump of like like losing the carbs. Into the process of ketones. So this is it. So when I eat a carby meal, I get worried that I'm going to have to then go through the withdrawal system stage again of, of carbs. Which do this is something like I haven't looked a huge amount into it because I just know that it's not for me or like it's not something I would traditionally recommend. Mm-hmm. Have you found that you've had to go through the withdrawals? Um so kind of yo-yoing on it in the past few uh, this year. Um yeah, you get, you get I think it's called keto flu. They call it. God. Yeah, keto flu. I, I'm part of the, like some of the Facebook pages. I'm like <laughs> <laughs> some of the hacks the you can do. Some of the hacks you can kind of do with foods, and that. it's really cool. Um, but yeah, it's uh, very much that. Yeah, you kind of get the. Flu, you feel like you have like a cold for a couple of days, and you kind of find. But when I first did it, it was like I needed like I was lethargic. I'm used to yeah. it now. And that's what I was saying. I was on 10 cups of coffee to kind of keep myself going. And I was okay. going through a hard process with work. 
you know. And so I was, you know, there was there was a lot going on, a lot of adrenaline pumping, in, but and I, but it was a rough two weeks. Yeah, that doesn't sound healthy. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't yeah. sound sustainable. But, no, no, but, but but when I got over that two week hump, yeah, then it's good. It's yeah. fantastic. I, I I think I felt better on that uh, than I do on carbs. But yeah. I, I just don't think it's sustainable think it, in in, in, uh, in how food see, around you, you know? I don't I would I would push back against that. Yeah. Just because I would say that the carbs you would have been consuming prior probably weren't as oh, quality yeah. as they could have Actually, been. Actually, so, no fair call. Yeah, no, a healthier. <laughs> so, fucking copping say, that on the shit <laughs> like a champ trip. Yeah, I, I don't mean that in a, I don't I, I no, mean no, that no. more in like an objective sense, not a like so yeah, the, I don't, I don't the, the, there's a reason why I, I packed on the weight because yeah. it was like I was Macca's every day. It was yeah. tw- which a large is not 20 the carbs nuggets. Which are going to make you feel Sweet great. Sweet and sour sauce. <laughs> 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 large fries, maybe a cheeseburger with bacon. I don't know. Well, maybe, right. yeah. What are you feeling yeah. for? So, yeah, um, I, I guess, yeah, uh, the carbs I was taking before that uh, were not good. So that would make sense why keto felt so great because I was, I was eating a healthier diet. I think I was. I think I was still, yeah. you know, I was eating like steak and chicken and some bro- and broccoli on the side always. Broccoli on the side as always. Uh, cold meats and cheese and oh yeah, all yeah, the good all things the, in all life, the, all the fats. I could yeah, still, yeah, yeah, I could yeah. I still enjoy a good cheese platter. Of course, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no biscuits, yeah, yeah. no biscuits. Um, With the cheese, I found alternatives. Oh, I, will yeah. not, I, I will not go into those, but all I right. found many alternatives. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure. Just like. Crushed up nuts mushed together to make a biscuit. Yeah, kind of <laughs> stuff like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Look, it was like okay, was a lot of nuts. A low carb wraps, like they were there. And I, like, oh, I could have pizza. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could have, I found keto pizza where it wasn't bad. Like, I, I was like, but couldn't you have a, you wouldn't be able to have a tomato sauce on it? Like a, I, a tomato paste. Yeah. But then that's what I said is I gave myself 20 to 30 grams of carbs. I, okay. I allowed some sugars and I allowed some. Uh, like pizza's stuff. not like. I'm, you're probably going to hate this, Joel, mm. but the way I make pizza, if I'm having a homemade pizza, it is a mountain of stuff. Mm. So you have like your base, your, what is um, your base? tomato, just like a, like, I, okay, okay. I like to buy like a fan, like the, okay. So you are buying, okay. So it's actually like dough. a proper so pizza. Dough, yeah, right, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Look, I'm not mad. Okay. You started yeah. off. I'm happy. Good. Some I'm tomato happy paste. Yeah. Happy boy. Yep. Some cheese on there. That's great. Good. That's the start yeah, yeah, yeah. from there. Maybe like half an onion. Okay. Just broken up. Yeah, it's fine. Mm. Then we also add on some capsicum, red and green. Delicious. Put that on top as well. Then we also add on some mushrooms. Delicious. Then we also add on (laughs) some salami. Perfect. And some olives. Yeah, of course. And some avocado. Delicious. (laughs) And some basil. You baked the avocado? You yes, yes. Yeah, I, I not, really okay. liked cooked yeah, avocado. Interesting. I think it tastes good. Okay. I look I don't I think I am like I would object to that, but I'm like, I don't know if I've um would have ever tried that. I think I've had like avocado chips where mm. you kind of crumb them and then bake them and they're quite nice. So look, mm. I'm not mad yet. But yeah, then some like mixed Italian herbs. Of course, delicious. Basil. Chili. Um no, I haven't put chili on, but it could. You definitely my own, could. My only critique would be maybe put the cheese on later. <laughs> So then there's another oh, little, mm, lovely no. like cheese. I like it at the bottom. Lovely cheese over the top. It's kind of I love you know, cheese on top. It keeps everything yeah. like yeah, yeah on, on the pizza. Oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah, yeah. that's, yeah. that's my big, thinking. The big problem or the big thing that I've had like other people critique about the way I make pizzas is just there's so much on that's the good. one. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad. Nah, okay, cool. Right. I feel <laughs> like no, no, no. Okay, I read you wrong. I thought you would be upset with that, but no, it's. I'm, oh, all um, the flavors they to mix pizza, together and it's whatever you oh. want to do with it. Let's, let's see what we can do. No, yeah. That sounds delicious. I, I would like yeah, you're, you're a PT, honestly. Zach, obviously, I got a question. Mm-hmm. Do you eat donuts? 
Do you, do you like you pass a donut shop sometimes? Like, oh, it's a scrumptious donut. I'm gonna it's, get one. I've never seen a PT eat a donut, and I'm just mm, well, I'm just very curious to PT. It's not my go-to. Not like go-to. I, I've so I've oh god, my eating habits <laughs> with my mindset is is so fucked. Okay. <laughs> it's cooked. Um, uh-huh. It's it goes I just up and the down. Keto diet to you, so like <laughs> no, but that's like. <laughs> There's like plenty of PTs who do keto because yeah. like it's made for like specific goals. But yeah. I've gone through very strict eating to now I'm like uh, I'm on like a phase where I'm like trying to be a little bit looser. Okay. My like mm-hmm. go to in quotes like unhealthier mm, foods. I want to know this. This is dirty. I like this. Donuts are not one of them okay. for me. Donuts. Are I will one. say after I did my bodybuilding show a few years ago, I did have about seven. Okay. Straight after, like in one day. <laughs> God, the food is that the I last ate. time you did that? Because I can tell you in the past year, I've done that a few God. times. On my yeah, that was the last time. Oh God, the amount of food I ate that day was insane. It it actually was insane. Is that just? Is that because like you've been only Stumped. eating broccoli and half a stem or whatever? Oh no, for, like, I've only two been weeks. One point two kilos of cauliflower oh, a day. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. I, I heard about this. That's crazy. Yeah, so you only been eating cauliflower <laughs> for two weeks. And was this just yeah. like a a a? Finally, I can have flavor again. <laughs> oh yeah. Have I gone through what I ate on that day after that? No, day? no, oh, no. God, uh, yeah, so, so you described it uh, that you went on a binge, but what was the binge? Okay, so the binge lasted for about a month. Yeah, <laughs> it was good binge. It was bad, but the the day of the show. So after I finished uh, my two categories, and I was like done, done. Mm-hmm. So I had seven donuts. Mm-hmm. I had sixteen Reese's pieces. No. I had is, maybe is this, like counted this? the sixteen Reese's. You counted them. Oh, because you know how they come in like oh, they have like two okay. per okay. curious. Is, was this like in order? So like you started with donuts. No, it's like a bit of everything all at once. So okay. I have all some right. Reese's okay. pieces. I've had some donuts. Then I'd be like, oh, I'm done with the donuts. Eat some more of like something else. And I'd be like, oh, I could go for some more donuts. You went to okay, the supermarket. Okay, okay. You got a smorgasbord. You laid it out. You watched Netflix. Yeah, yeah. And you went crazy. Oh no, I. Oh god. <laughs> so donuts, Reese's pieces. What else? Yep. So Reese's pieces. I had. So this is a snack that I love even today. It's. Two rice cakes, mm-hmm. one with peanut butter. You crack a little bit of salt on top of the peanut butter because it oh, yeah. gives it a bit of extra kick. One with honey. Sandwich them together. Have them like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had maybe about six or seven of those. I put like hot sauce on peanut butter. Uh, some people don't like this. I think they're wrong. That the things sounds... I see you do in your kitchen. I don't. I don't <laughs> mind. Well, I guess it's kind of like a um, like a satay. Uh, yeah, it's like a satay sauce, but like yeah. less good. But then I had a full bag or like packet of ravioli with a very like hefty amount of like a uh, bolognese, like meaty bolognese sauce. Mm-hmm. And I should say that this was after the show. I was in the car, like. All my a lot of my family came, but it was just me and mum in her car because she came with me at the start when I was like mm-hmm. just staying with me while I was doing like pump up and getting ready, and it was just me and her in the car, me bawling my eyes out eating pasta. Gotcha. I, I was, was I was hoping oh, you were going to be crying as well. <laughs> I have never cried. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great. That's it a was, great image. It was both crying tears of joy for the <laughs> flavor of like actually oh, yeah, being able yeah. to eat food and feel like a little bit of food in my stomach because I hadn't done that for like a month now but also like sorrow of just like the suffering that that <sighs> bodybuilding is like the competition side is fucking suffering yeah, it, it does not sound and we talk about healthy habits mm. oh, it's uh, so bad yeah, it is does so not sound healthy yeah like. look I've <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, and talking to, like, some of my body, like, 
other friends mm. who have done shows as well and learning about the things that I thought were just natural, but then figuring out that, oh no, these are a consequence, like still the effects years later mm. that are a consequence of different things that you do during really? show prep. Mm. Yeah. Like a big one is me and my mate, we do a thing like I was, I thought this was just me, but before I go to bed, I will need to go to the bathroom maybe like three or four times okay. mm-hmm. before I can go to sleep. Like I can't have anything in my bladder. Because it'll keep, I can't stop thinking about it. And he was saying like, yeah, he has the exact same thing. And it starts because on peak week, Mm -hmm. we both did a front load for water, which is where you consume tons and tons of water all at once. And then you have nothing for the last two or three days. Mm -hmm. And so that means like you would consume about like 12 liters of water a day. Which is a to, lot. Are you trying to drown yourself? Is that you, what you're it? essentially trying to you trying to get all this water into the body, into the muscle, so it stores there. And then for those last few days, you have nothing, so that all the water that is just like extra cell. So you're trying to, uh, what's the term? You want to increase or essentially saturate your intracellular water, so this water that's stored uh-huh. in the muscle, mm-hmm. and then lose your extracellular water, which is just like the stuff that sits on top of the muscles. This sounds. So not healthy. Mm. It's it's not. But um, because you're consuming 12 liters of water a day, you can't sleep properly because you have to wake up yeah, all yeah, the yeah. time to go pee. So, and so now, Look, we've, Zach, even years later... Zach, age does the same thing. My parents are like, yeah, you sound like an old man. Like, just, just this weak-ass bladder. Yeah, so yeah, bodybuilders yeah, yeah, yeah. aren't really healthy. No, God, no. No. God, no. Okay. <laughs> it's a huh. all pretty much every competitive athlete isn't healthy. They're not mm. training for health. They're training for performance and to win. Mm. But to win, like if it was a healthy thing to do, everybody could do it. But it's because it's going to an extreme, an unhealthy extreme. That's why it's impressive. That's why it's something that's like difficult oh, no. and why not everybody can I'm not going to be able to be like an, an yeah. extremely impressive athlete. So oh, I don't no. think I can do that. But it's no. just like. But, um, oh God. And then. That wasn't even it for the day. We then also had, oh God, we went to Thai afterwards and I ate an entire pad Thai and half a so pad seitu. After a, a delicious nice. ravioli bolognese, then had pad Thai. Yeah, and, yeah. Then- and then I also had like a smaller portion of like some ri- uh, coconut rice <laughs> with two different curries and some stir fry. Oh my And then God. that night... <laughs> Oh my God. I want you to know that after like the first few mouthfuls of the pad thai, I felt full. Yeah. Like, no, I didn't feel full. I felt bloated, uh-huh. but bloating is not the same as feeling satiated in your hunger. Mm-hmm. So I was still hungry. So I continued to eat. So yeah, then still had some curries and rice. And then when we got home, I had about <clears throat> two, really the equivalent of three slices, slices of a very, very sweet Oreo cheesecake. So it was essentially six slices of Oreo cheesecake. Hell yeah, I'm gl- so glad I went through that ride with you. That's that's a whoa. That's, that was in one. That <laughs> wasn't even one. in one day because oh. I started eating at about two o'clock in the afternoon. Because before yeah. that, I couldn't because I was getting ready for stage. So that was between about two and maybe nine. 
all of that food. I've always wanted to hear a PT's binge. That's so cool. Uh, that's so <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not, not cool. Sorry, you know what I mean by that. I was that's like, oh, something. I just watch a PT. I'm like, you're so fit. Like, like even, even you, like you. I, I love a family burger box from Macca's on my cheat day. Sometimes oh, it's like, I'll, I'll, oh, I'll yeah. show you what's less cool, which is the photo of what I looked like. Okay, well, yes, <laughs> when I was on stage, it's. Yeah, it's it's great. It's very concerning. Mm, mm. But like I'll have you know that it didn't end there for like a month later I was continuing to eat like that and mm. I gained ooh, maybe like I think it was a bit over 10 kilos in 3 weeks. Jeez. So, so is that a, a a I guess a problem with bodybuilding or anything kind of when it comes to competition where you have these periods of you're not doing like you know you you're eating nothing but cauliflower and 12 liters of water then to have these like binges and then you sort of like just up the weight and then it's kind of just like well then how does that go for your psych how does that go for mm. your mental health how does that go for like just your general well-being and then is it just kind of like do you end up just beating yourself up because then you feel like you're 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 no longer starting from like zero you're now in a bit of a what in your mind is thinking like hard mode because you're like ah I shouldn't have eaten all these delicious things like what does that do to you don't come for me like this. <laughs> <laughs> it essentially ruins you for life. Okay. okay. Um, no, so this is actually... Mm. I'm, I'm going to put this one on out for the listeners yeah. so that I now have public accountability. Yeah. But I'm essentially trying to go through a bulk at the moment. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And because of the consequences of like the things in bodybuilding, it, it doesn't get easier. Mm. So... The way that you're meant, in quotes, meant to come out of a show is you're meant to do a reverse diet, which is where you, so you spend all of this time going down slowly mm-hmm. so that you're not doing an extreme jump from mm-hmm. high calories to low calories. You slowly come down following your metabolism and then you get super lean from that. Yep. A reverse diet is the opposite. So you slowly increase your calories. So you come up with your metabolism so you don't gain a huge shock amount of the system, right? Yeah, you don't gain a huge amount of weight because your calories are now so far above where your metabolism is. Okay. That mm. fucking sucks. That sucks mm. so much. Right. Because you're like, cool, I just starved myself for sixteen weeks mm. only to find out that I can't let myself feel full for another 10, 15 weeks because I now have to do this reverse diet. That sucks. That's not fun. And my coach didn't tell me that I was reverse dieting afterwards. So as soon as like we were on show, uh, as soon as like the week after the show, my coach was like, okay, cool. So now you have to still, you only get an extra, I think it was 250 calories Mm -hmm. from where I was. Which is in rough equivalency. Um, it's not a lot. Like that's uh, so. I was on like thirteen hundred for the last. No, it was a little bit more. So I got up not two hundred. It was, it was from, let's say I think it was like I was down to thirteen or twelve or thirteen hundred, mm-hmm. and then I got bumped up to eighteen hundred. So it was it was. So, so instead of eating, sorry, so, so five hundred so extra calories, which is. A Big Mac. Yeah, uh, so I say yeah, like, yeah. Like, like bread roll, like, like bread rolls almost from Baker's Law. I know this because I go to Baker's Law from time to time. Um, love it. And I know that like the pizza there is like, it's just, like I've seen the size of what you can, what was the extra bit you can take. And, like, you look at that and you're like, I just climbed this massive mountain and I can only really go and have one of these. That's that's all. That's, that's not. Oh, and if you don't know that, 
That's even worse. Yeah. So you, <laughs> yeah. Didn't, you didn't know before? No, no. I was like, no, fuck this. I'm, As, and then went on a ridiculous you the whole entire ride. They prepared you to get, get you to the show. And then, hey, yeah. you, you know, good luck getting home. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> Maybe asking a very rude question, Zach. No, was it worth it? No. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. It genuinely wasn't. All right. <laughs> um, a younger me who had a lot worse body dysmorphia mm-hmm. would have said yes. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm now a little bit more, <laughs> a little bit healthier and not that much, but a little bit better in the head. I'm like, no, this, the consequences, like the long standing consequences of it um, and what I went through is not. They were not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so with this bulk now, even now, I gaining it. I thought I had a good, like, this is probably good. This is getting a little bit deep on this episode. <laughs> but um, I thought I had a really good uh, grasp of my mental health in regards to body image because I was feeling like for the last few months, I've felt really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and whilst being quite lean and naturally, it wasn't because I was dieting or anything. I was eating pretty much whatever I wanted that was like nice clean food. I wasn't just binging on um, like a lot of junk food or anything, but I was also doing a lot more activity because I was like walking. I had a lot more travel to my job, but then I moved next door. So now I'm like really close where now I'm not moving as much and I'm starting this bulk where I'm gaining fat. I'm like, oh shit, my body image wasn't actually better. The only reason I thought it was better because I was leaner and it fit a stand that I had for myself. And Mm -hmm. now that I've, I, even though it's deliberately gaining weight, now that I have gained a little bit of fat, mm-hmm. body image is mm-hmm. not where I thought it was. Yeah, and so, so it's like, this is all that stuff. It's just like yeah, constantly right. trying to recover from that yeah. sort of thing is and, there, and fix the mindset. Yeah. Is, is there sort of like thera- therapists that maybe would specialize in this kind of thing? I think you would. So people who it's different and it's uh, like dis dysmorphia and stuff is a little bit different when it comes to exercising because you're not going to get to the level of like near death that you would for something like anorexia or bulimia Mm -hmm. but it is there are still like what i'm going to call disordered eating rather than an eating disorder Mm -hmm. um so i'd say people who specialize in those areas would be best suited for that Mm -hmm. but it's also just comes to ultimately i think it just comes down to self-love Okay. When you love yourself, you're like, I don't want to put myself through this and I'm going to love myself unconditionally yep. rather than what it was before, which is very conditional on how you look. Yeah, right. I think I kind of like semi, not like nowhere, nowhere near to like your degree, but this kind mm. of idea of like, as I said, it's up top of the show, the idea of like, well, I want to kind of be a bit more cut, a bit more sort of like um, shredded. Yeah. And I'm realizing like, that's like a, uh, why? <laughs> And then sort of like realizing that like, actually, no, I want to be healthy. I want to be able to run 5K. That's mm-hmm. part of my goal mm-hmm. there. And I want to be able to kind of have that. And so it was, yeah, it kind of came back down to just loving yourself. And it was very freeing. And it felt for the first time in a long, long time that I was actually quite happy with my body shape. And it was quite happy with like where I am, even though like, sure, there is that still that niggling fear in the back of your yeah. mind. We're like, no, you're not. You are disgusting and you are gross. And maybe wear baggier clothing because you're yuck. 
it still there's that time there where it's like actually no, I'm I'm very happy with where I am. I'm very confident, and this is like this is me. This is nice. And, don't need to flex on me like that. And, uh, <laughs> I don't mean to flex, but like there was no, that feeling of I'm like kidding. not euphoria, but like that definitely like feeling of like of like happiness. a bit of an epiphany sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, to like, be oh, like wow. oh wait, no, I get it. I don't need to be pushing myself to an like, nth degree. I can just be doing this thing over here, and I'm pretty happy with that. And I think you're right. It does all just come from. Yeah, self-love and acceptance of, like, who you are and what you are. So, once again, read the book, Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It. I'm Mm -hmm. going back through again and starting my practices Mm -hmm. again. And I would suggest therapy, Therapy. as I often do, (laughs) suggest therapy. Therapy. But are you guys targeting me here? Should I go to therapy and should I read this book? Is this, is this what I should do here? This book does sound like it's a good thing. It is, and I will great. look, Trent, we all need therapy. Okay. I'm a big supporter of it. Everyone should. Uh, it's, it's been far too long since uh, my last therapy sessions. Maybe I need to. But are you, are you ready to see a very starving <laughs> young I version of like, I, I, When I see this photo, do I want to be happy for you? or I, I, don't know. I want it's you like, to react I, however you want to react. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. I don't even think I've shown you this. I, I might have seen a, a photo of you in competition times, but I'm not sure I've seen this particular it's, photo in uh, of you in competition times. Well, you look completely different. You look completely different in that photo. It's uh, a, you My know, face looks very different. I think because I, I've heard the story, I'm, I'm like, I'm happy for you, but... That's the reaction I thought I would get. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> it was what you were working towards, you know. And, but yeah. it's also that thing. I'm like, I hear the pain. I'm like, I look at that photo. I'm like, I don't know how to react. Like, I, yeah. Neither do I. I. I'm. I'm scared for that version of me. Yeah. Look, fair enough. I, I. I feel that 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 version of of you does not look. As happy as you currently are. Yeah, I'm like you. Oh, it's you, not. <laughs> I you am beam not, happy. Yeah, I, I, I'm not I that happy with that photo. There, but, yeah, <laughs> I see. I see a smile there, but like I, I look at you. They are like yeah. you, you look completely different now. You look completely yeah. different. Oh, I'm a very different. Man. <laughs> yeah. Not necessarily physical, but I just like just your aura. I, yeah, I, I yeah. Guess your is, presence. Yeah, is presence. a lot. And I don't want it to. I don't want to like bodybuilding is an amazing sport, mm-hmm. and there are. I'm sure there are people listening now who are in show prep or thinking about doing show prep, it is an incredible accomplishment to step on stage and to achieve a pinnacle of your own physique that you never would without pushing that hard. Mm-hmm. Like it is a testament to like people's like hard work, dedication and your ability to just push yourself to a limit that like I never thought I could do something that difficult. I've never done anything as hard as that in my life. And there's people who've done it who continue mm-hmm. to do so. So I'm not saying nobody should compete. I think that I have so much respect for everybody who does compete. And if you are thinking about it or preparing for it, all the best to you and like stay strong, but just like be kind to yourself afterwards and Mm. know that it's good to, I think if you can compete, the best place to compete in bodybuilding is from one way you do it because you want to achieve the best physique for yourself, but you don't do it. This is where I came from when I did it. I did it because I wanted a judge comparing me to other people mm. to tell me that my body was good enough. Or it was enough. Yeah. And try, I know that some people will compete on that mindset, but try your best to hold off, correct for that. And then if you still want to compete, then do it once that's done. Yeah, it's, okay. it's almost like external validation mm. from 
a crowd or a judge is yeah. not a great way to live your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is also yeah. coming from a performer. So, yes, I understand that uh, concept. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, I could say at the end of the day, love yourself. And on that note, I've been Joel. I've been Zach. I've been Trent. Happy lifting. Thanks for listening to Super Gym Friends. Once again, we are not medical doctors, physiotherapists, or dietitians. We are, at best, bumbling fuckwits. So please check with a healthcare professional before making any changes. If you want to get in touch, send us an email at supergymfriends at gmail.com. And to continue the conversation, head on over to our Sandspans Discord or Facebook group. Links to those are in the show notes. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.